Good morning, folks. Welcome back to Breakfast of Champions with Brandon Menes and myself, Matt Trahan. Welcome back, Coach. How you doing this morning? Outstanding. How are you today? You're always outstanding. That's what I love yeah. about you. You're always outstanding. Even when even when somebody forgets to give you the the text message at nine o'clock at night, but that's all right. I I, hey. I do I do apologize. Uh, we're we're good. We're good. <laughs> So before we get first time we freelance, not the first time. Oh no no no! Listen, that's listen. It's always a good conversation. Before we get kicking and rolling, coach, you got to do some shout outs. This podcast is brought to you by Catman Sports. If you're looking for athletic apparel, some hot gear, or you need a guy, check out Catman Sports in Fairhaven. He's a he's first class and will hook you up. Russ Caterley, Route Six Fairhaven, five zero eight nine nine six 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 one six. Also, got to give a shout out to a couple of my guys. DeRoche Brothers taking care of all of a cushioner. First class family with integrity. They do it all from from your roofing needs, renovations, and custom care. Call the DeRoche Brothers. Don't give anybody else a call. You need to call Seth. No one does it better. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely is right. Um, throwing those shout outs out there. So, coach, listen, is it nine o'clock? Is it 10 o'clock? What is it? Because you know what? I am. I love an extra, you know, extra hour of sunlight. I do not like being stolen of that hour of my my pillow hugging. I don't like it. Uh, how how are you how are you surviving this morning? I, I'm telling you how I'm surviving. We'll talk about this in a minute. Good grief, <laughs> man! Good for you. Yeah, daylight saving times. It's a it's a it's a gimmick. Created for what? Created for the farming industry, I guess. I don't know. Well, I mean, listen, I I, I like the farmers too. You know, I like my eggs and 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 you know and bacon and all that stuff. But you know, listen, I struggle with it because the night before you're like, ah, you know, you we used to have to set the clocks back. You know, way back in you know way back in our day when we were kids, right? But now you know the iPhones automatically do that. So, but really kind of really kind of floored me in the fact that I'm like, ah, like I'm gonna lose an hour tonight. So I went to bed a little bit early. Nice. Figured I figured I could, you know, that's what happens when you get a little bit older, you know, does it, nothing, nothing phases you this week. Did you get a little older this week? Well, it's funny you say that. Speaking of that, you you know, a couple, couple birthday guys here. I got a little older this, this week and you got a little older last week. So, you know, it's all good. You know, March babies. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely not. You know, Pisces people. Yeah. Listen, Pisces people have a tendency to get along with just about everybody, whether they like them or not. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> That's you. That's <laughs> Although I have to say, I don't know if you know, you happen to notice, but I got some nice birthday gear on. Wow! Got to turn up with a new with a, with a new birthday quarter zip. Wow! Somebody loves you, huh? Jeez! Listen, listen. <laughs> they have to. <laughs> so it was a good birthday, but you know the the older you know the older you get, I think we start avoiding these birthdays. Yeah. You know, and and not really. You know, uh, we both have young kids, so they need to see the birthday thing. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. But, you know, you don't you don't traditionally celebrate it the way we used to. You know what I mean? It's no, no. <laughs> a little something to eat. And, you know, maybe some, uh, you know, maybe some candles get blown out. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so what you, would you do for your birthday? Oh, my mom made me Dylan and I dinner and uh, she actually got an ice cream cake for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Any cake. And then uh, I went out with a friend for, for lunch last weekend. Nice, you know, hung out for the afternoon. We had a nice, 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 uh, nice Sunday fun day. It was cool. Ah, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Yourself, you do anything fun? Uh, you know, it was typical like you. We were at school till you know five thirty or whatever. Came home and picked up some picked up some stuff. 
uh, you know, like I took reading from your good book, you know, you got to go off the rails on your birthday. So I did, yeah. uh, picked up some food, hung out, had a little cheesecake and, uh, you know, yeah. the, the next day got right back on it. So, I'm boy. I'm you, boy. Know, try, you know, trying to, trying to live that life. You know, we, we, we uh, talked, we talked about it, you know, far beyond the two week mark. I'm probably two months deep now. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's now become somewhat of a norm, somewhat of a lifestyle. I don't go reaching for the chips or any of that other good stuff. So, nice, you know, nice. it, it is what it is. Although I, I will say a, this, go ahead. Uh, I, will, I had my last keto linguisa cheese roll. All right. Those things go for the week. One of those is good for breakfast, man. One of those is perfect. It's like mm, hit yeah. you in the right spot, a little linguista in your life. You know what's good for you. I had the, I had the last one yesterday and I'm like, I don't think you can live on those things. You know what no. I mean? But it's it's so easy. It's just so right. easy. 30 minutes in the mic, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I so, do have a guilty confession to make. No, <laughs> air it out here. This is the place to do it. First scrimmage on a Friday afternoon. Calls for pizza on Friday night. I did have pizza oh, Friday night. Oh, oh, I will say this. I cheated. You know, my on my birthday was pizza. It yeah, was yeah. pizza. Pizza and, pizza and lasagna, let's, to be honest. Ooh, pizza staying. and lasagna. The nephew. You got to love the nephew. Yeah, nephews is good. Nephews is good. Yep. I had me a linguisa pepper and onion from Yaya's. Oh, okay. Ooh, All right. That's, worth, that's worth, worth every greasy bite. It was so Listen, good. Listen, you said the magic word, linguisa. We should change. We should. We should change that. We should change the name of this show to Breakfast and Linguisa. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that would go over. I don't know. Uh, no, no, our Portuguese friends would like it. That'd be about it. Yeah. Uh, Plenty of those. Plenty of those. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. So you know, um, it, it, it's kind of funny, but you know, we're all for the first you know fifteen twenty minutes. All we do is talk about food. Now I'm not hungry because I did have a good meal, and I'm excited to tell you about it. Um, but I always let you go first, so you go first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we 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 cooked up a uh, Philly cheesesteak omelet this morning. Man, uh, I can just I can just see that, and and in the in the in the, the jaw just kind of drops a little sure. bit. I don't know. Peppers, Sounds onions, good. mozzarella, hmm. dash of steak sauce in. Yep, yep. When you put it in the omelet, I see what you did there. Yep, sure. very yes. nice, very nice. Yeah. I, on the other hand, you know, you, you get tired and, you know, of kind of doing the same thing, but I needed to switch it up just a little bit. All about the vessel, that low, that low carb tortilla mm -hmm. filled with finely ground linguisa, yeah. two eggs scrambled in with three pieces of cheese. That thing was creamy. It was good. And then, you know, a slathering of, you know, sour cream. But listen, it was just like that went down. I could have eaten two or three of those, but I was like, yeah, you know what? I listen. One's enough. One's enough. All in moderation, you know, so. Good. Nice. Good for you. Oh, yeah. I will say this, though, you know, going back to the birthday, you know, you eat healthy and then you go ahead and you eat like garbage. Oh, what a mistake. You know, your body starts rejecting that stuff. I was feeling like, uh, like, you know, 400 pounds. I'm like, this is terrible. I hate this. Oh, yeah. I felt like a trash bag yesterday. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a crazy thing. But, hey, what are you going to do? So, you know, while we're, you know, we're out, we're on the topic of breakfast and shout outs. Listen, hey, you know, I ran out. I knew it was going to be one of those mornings. Ran out to Cumberland Farms. Saw one of our absolute favorites again. Steph Gagne's working. And whenever I listen, I never, never have I met somebody that is, is that excited to see me, uh, you know, bubbly, <laughs> excited, uh, always in a great mood. And she said to me, she goes, oh, it's all set. It's all set. Yep. Just and let Mendy's know that I'm here on the weekend. <laughs> 
you got to love it when you get to see, you know, your, your former graduates and, and they're happy to see you too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, got to love that. You see it in, you see more and more of them around now, around the area. Yeah. Love seeing Steph. Always, like you said, always a smile. Always excited to see you, you know. Great personality. She's, you know, very bubbly and, and, and very complimentary. She was asking when your first game was and, you know, all, all of this stuff and wanted to know about sports and, and finding out, you know, what was going on and how everything was going. But, you know, we'll talk about that throughout the show. So, yeah. you know, but def- definite shout out to Steph. And, you know, I haven't had a bad coffee day yet. So, because oh, you make it yourself. <laughs> there, there is that. Now, you know, that being said, we talked about it last week and I was, you know, call it what it is. I was a little pissed off. I was pissed off. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you pay for a coffee. It doesn't taste good. If I screw this coffee up, it's on me, right? Yeah. I can't get mad at myself. No. But recently I went back to the place that made me a crappy coffee and they did it again. When are you going to learn, man? I can tell you when I'm going to learn when I run out of the gift cards. When the gift cards are gone, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I got about 40 bucks worth of gift cards and then they're gone. That's it. I'm done. I'm going, listen, I'm sticking to either Cumberland Farms or I'm going to Honeydew Home Base. Honeydew for Haven. That's, that's I've never I've never had a bad coffee through Honeydew. Never. Not once. Nope. Not ever. Nope. So There's something something different about their cold brew. Oh yeah. Hitch in the hitch in the right spot. Yeah. Haven't been haven't been back to a cushionette cafe in a while. Yeah. Um my daughter Jaden will go there from time to time. They they are, I can tell you this though, they are expanding with 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 all kinds of stuff smoothies those little drinks that have the little the little balls at the bottom of them i don't know what the hell you call them bubbly or whatever the hell it is all yeah. kinds of stuff they're going to they're going to need a uh, a drive around window there's no question wow. Wow. yeah cuz you can't get you can't get in and out of there it's impossible no. impossible yeah. yeah well good for them you like, like we talked about you know you like to see a nice uh, local business start up and 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 uh, you know grow that's cool yeah and do well right yeah so, you know, I, I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about, you know, where where we were, where we are now, how, you know, how we got here a little bit. Um, tell me your thoughts on the biggest difference from before when we were, you know, complaining about, you know, not doing what we love to do to now being able to do it. What do you what do you find to be? Because I, I can certainly tell you what my biggest difference is, but I think you know that you tell me what do you think your biggest difference in? the way things were to now and how you're going about your business. It's funny you say that. I mean, it's been a year. It's been a year to the day, what, yesterday since our last day in school and all that good stuff. Yep. Um, Well, at school as we knew it. Um, And, you know, being back to coaching is nice. I think Mm -hmm. nice is an understatement. Right. Uh, Just uh, the the level of focus and motivation and and energy is – completely off the charts. It's nice to have a of additional purpose again, more than right. just survival mode every day, you know? Right. Um, be able to influence and, and, and be involved with, you know, kids and the other coaches and right. It's, uh, it's nice to get going again. It's nice to, you know, we, uh, like I said, we got a scrimmage Friday afternoon went well Good. Met with the coaches through zoom and, you know, an hour before film. And then we had a, Nice film session yesterday morning. Beautiful. Um, that kind of stuff. And then I stayed on afterwards with Batello to, you know, do a little scheme and draw up the, the install for the week and things like that. So uh, it's, it's just nice to be able to apply myself in a in a more productive manner again, like I said, right. more than just survival mode. You know? Yeah. No, I listen, I, I, I totally get it. It's, 
you know, I think we've all for the longest time we had a lack of interaction, right? So yeah. if you if you reflect back and you think about, you know, six months ago, we were kind of all in seclusion, right? And right. it was there was nothing. It was there was zero. It was, you know, you're at home and you're trying to get work done and you're not interacting with the people that you like to see on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. For me, for me, I mean, what the biggest difference is it's it's really zero to 60, zero to 100 when you get right down to it. You know, um, some things fall back on past practice of things that you've you know always done and that, you know, have worked. But then now you've got to, you know, in really inject the whole COVID piece of like you know, protocols and and really being extra safe and all of those things. But um, again, it's nice to be busy. It's nice to interact with people. It's not even if it is six feet away. It's nice to be able to have conversations with with coaches and people who you haven't seen for over a year and then get to see the kids run around and and, and be productive and and work with their coaches. So it does feel a lot more like it did before. Obviously, you know, it is strange seeing them out there with masks on, but at least they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, but yeah, it's 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 it was definitely from like, hey, you know, you get almost kind of get to a point where like you you lull to sleep and now it's like, all right, let's go. It's go time, you know. And, and I would say that's the biggest change is that, it, you know, it's it, yeah, I forgot how busy it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, you almost you almost forget like, wow, I, I really have I really was that busy. And, and to not be that busy for an extended period of time is like, whoa, what the hell is going on? Yeah, that that lay that layoff was uh, was brutal. Long, <laughs> you know what I mean? long. Well, the other part brutal. to it, too, Brandon, is, is you know, and, and I, I don't mean to get philosophical, but really, really for me. I'm struggling with the fact that, Hey, I feel like we're, you know, we're in a, we're in a, you know, a, we're in a race, you know, we've gone nine miles, got another mile to go, but there are certain people in certain States that are just like, now oh, the race is over. Like I'm, I'm done. I'm good. Well, to me, like you still got another mile to go. Like, so we're almost there. You've, we've come this far. We've gotten so close to the end, but you can't determine that this is the end because there's still another leg of the race to go, you know? Yeah, it, and it's funny you say that. You know, being back in some sense of normalcy um, almost makes you, you know, you have to really focus on still being cautious, and and that stuff still has to be at the forefront. Right. It almost I have to focus more on it now. Right. Um, than I than I would than I have been in the past year. Yeah. Um, because like you mentioned, you rely back on some old habits, so you fall into you know, what the way you used to do things. So, uh, right. It's a, it's an interesting, interesting dynamic to manage, you know, um, it's been fun. It's definitely fun to get going again. Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. You know what I mean? It's, you know, watching, watching you guys for a while, you know, I mean, obviously it wasn't 62 out, but I was still out there for a few minutes. Um, getting to see you guys run, getting to see you guys run around and, and, and do your thing and, and see all the coaches again. And, and, and I have to mention, you know, we're going to bring up the topic of, you know, the other Mendy's, you know, Paul Mendy's. We know we're going to talk a little bit about what that's like. I mean, I know I don't I don't have the opportunity on that level to work with my dad, but I always I always kind of relish the moments when I get to physically do work with him at home. Um, so you're actually physically coaching with your dad, which is really cool. And, and we should talk about that a little bit. But I go back to like that whole first week, just seeing you guys in the field, I was like, this is, you know, like this is an accomplishment. And then when you roll the following week and you start seeing everybody buzzing around out there, it was like, Oh, Hey, we're up and running again. You know what I mean? And, and, and it's not like it was like the summer. And then, you know, you start in August. It it was like, it was like three summers all rolled in one. And now all of a sudden (laughs) you're back, you know? 
Yeah, and and what I can say after the first scrimmage or whatever, wait until the you you get teams competing again. Yeah, so you're you're what a week or so away from well, we're first on Friday, right? And then else kicks off after that. Yeah, wait until you, you have teams competing. It's a different. It's different. You appreciate oh, it much differently. And just to be on the field and to have yep. your team compete is amazing. It's, well, it, I, it was it was great. It was great. You know, not that not that we ever take anything for granted. Right. Because I, I, I don't think we do, but it makes you realize like the importance of what you do because it can be taken away at any moment. Right. So I go back to my point of, you know, running nine miles and, and, and pulling up lame for the for the 10th. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm going through this and I'm going to continue to go through this because what? That's the right thing to do. Right. Because, again, all everything that we do, the kids do, uh, the teachers in the building do is going to dictate how the rest of this thing rolls out. You know, I mean, if people are going to be irresponsible and I say that, I won't say what states, but some of them are pulling up lame with the mask thing. This isn't over. You know, it's not over. I mean, I know that, that you know, that there's ma massive vaccinations going on there. And by the way, shout out to Zach Patello, because listen, I will say this. I mean, I think, I think Joe Biden's doing a great job pumping the, pumping the vaccine. The issue right now is the fact that you can't, you can't just go online and, and easily get a vaccine. You know, um, I, I know you, I know me, we spent time, we were 60,000th in line to get a, to get a vaccine, which, is, which listen, is ridiculous, but it goes to show you that people are trying to get vaccinated, which is good. But, you know, I, we had to go to our guy, you know, the vaccine broker and, 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 and get, and get, you know, get vaccinated. I mean, and I'm getting mine Friday, you're getting yours Thursday, which is great. Yeah. But, you can't, I don't see how people can just say, Hey, you know what the hell with the masks when you haven't been vaccinated. Like to me, that's just absurd, you know, and, and, and everybody has a right to an opinion and that's fine. But my opinion is let's beat this thing until it's dead and then we can move on. Yeah. Well, and it, it's been that battle all the way along. And now that, like you said, we're in the home stretch, I hope. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it'd be foolish now to, to just start, ripping the chains off and, and throwing caution to the wind or throwing it behind you. You know, I mean, right. is there some serious fatigue with it? And yeah, I walk on the field every day to go every day to think of myself, man, this, <laughs> this is a pain in the butt with my electric whistle and my mask on and all that. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Right. You know, am I, am I, am I just done with it? Of course I am, but am I going to finish up the right way and move yeah. forward? Of course I am because it's the right thing to do. Right. You know, but like, like what you said, you know, with getting in line for the vaccine and stuff, I just want it over with. Right. Right. Vaccinate me so I can move on, you know, right. and, and I, I understand I can't just go waltz into a, a restaurant with no mask on and start elbowing up to someone like. Right. It doesn't work that way either. But to have that peace of mind that, you know, I'd be 80 percent safer around my, you know, bringing things home to my family or. Eighty safer around the kids and the team and people in school is uh, a nice peace of mind that, like I said, I just want to put it behind me. I just want to move on. Right. And, and that's really, I mean, Brandon, you know, you're reading between the lines, like that's where I'm coming from, right? One, one, you want to see this thing progress. I don't want to see it regress. Right. So, be, and, and again, the whole thing that's strange about this is what happens in another state affects the rest of us because people are all over the place. People travel, right? So we finally got our sports back, which is a number one, you know, got our sports back. I don't want to see us have to go another way because you know what I'm saying? I don't want to see, I don't want to see some outside party, you know, who decided, Hey, this isn't that important anymore. I'm going to roll the dice and, you know, and, and, and gamble. 
to me, that's you know just not right. I, I think you know I have to say everybody at our place has been extremely, extremely open. Um, you know, as far as the protocols, I think that we're doing we're doing a heck of a lot. We're doing probably more than most. I think we may have you know um, jumped off the cliff when it comes to the, you know all of the COVID protocols. But again, I'll say it you know for the fifteenth time. I, you know, again, I think we'd all rather be blamed of being, you know, over the top than not doing enough. So, you know, I have confidence in that. Um, but the biggest thing is, is, you know, for the kids that are listening and watching, keep doing the right things. Keep doing the right things. I know how much you love, you know, you know, being in the, being in a uniform and representing, the, you know, the, the maroon and gold. We can do this. We can continually do this. But all of the things outside of practice and games need to be taken care of. You got to be responsible. Yeah, and I, I, I... I've said it to anyone who's asked the past two weeks. Our kids have been uh, just the football team's been amazing. Oh, yeah. You can see that firsthand. They're doing everything they're asked to do. There's no baloney. There's no nonsense. You know, um, so the the kids have been, you know, with with all the additional protocols and things like that, they've just been amazing, like outstanding, you know? Right. Right. Um, And I expect, I (laughs) clearly, I expect no different. Right. That's how we do things. Um, but they get constant reminders too when they go home. It doesn't stop right inside that, you know, 88 yeah. is on North Ave. <laughs> it, it happens, it happens when they go home. It happens when they're in the workplace because a lot of them work and things like that. Right. Um, which is good because you know, a lot of them are used to the standards and stuff, you know, scanning QR codes go to go into work and things like that. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's good and the, the, the senior leadership I have is tremendous. So they're setting a good example and, and, and driving the bus. So um, you hit the nail on the head there. I, I, so I don't want to cut you off, but that was my next point. I wanted to talk to you about, you know, some of your, some of your senior leaders. I know specifically one in general, we had a good fortune of um, partaking in an MIAA leadership conference and he did a great job, came prepared, printed out the packet, was fully invested. Uh, you can tell that he takes that role extremely serious, but I know you have others that you know are doing a great job. So talk a little bit about that. Oh, they 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 driving the bus, man. Everything is, uh, especially with a super young team, inexperienced team. Yeah. Um, there's there's been no drop off in expectation or, you know, a lot of things are are said or done before I even have to address them. Love that. Or uh, or or, or the <laughs> reminders aren't a thing. I, I speak once and they they take the ball and run with it. Not you know pun intended. Um, they just they, like I said. I they, I think the the best thing I can say is that they're driving the bus. Right. Um. They, will be successful as a team this year because of their leadership, the way they carry themselves, the way they came in prepared. Mm-hmm. I mean, they came in in great shape even throughout the pandemic. That's awesome. Um, and the way they carry themselves every day, you know, usually it's it's always nice when your your best players are the hardest workers. Oh yeah, um, and not afraid to get down and dirty and do do the do the little things, you know. Yeah. Get back get back from the scrimmage the other night. You know, traffic on four ninety five was a little uh, backed up quite a bit, so that was not great. But um, <laughs> we get back late, and uh, I hear yeah, I hear somebody yeah like, hey. We make sure we sweep, make sure we're clean. Blah, blah, blah. I said, that's, that's God. You just busted hump for all week, played in a, you know, hour and a half scrimmage. And here you are trying to sweep the floor. And again, that's stuff that, yeah, I don't need to address that. it's just done. Yeah. It makes you, it makes you smile. 
You know, I had I had a really good interaction, you know, talking about our kids uh, and former graduates. So last night, um, FAYB did their tryouts. I think I told you Hudson had his tryout. So I'm sitting in a, in a group of people. And, and again, you know, I know a lot of people, but there's certain people that, you know, they're messed up. I have no idea who they are. I have, I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. So the conversation comes up and I, I have my hat on and, you know, obviously, you know, rep, represent. So getting a conversation with a gentleman and he starts talking to me about this and that and, you know, his business and whatnot. And as it turns out, uh, he's the boss of one of my, one of my former players, Cooper. Oh, yeah. Right. So we start talking and, you know, he's going on and on and on and on about how great this kid is and this and that. And, you know, how, you know, he test, test kids out, you know, through the business to, you know, he's going to put them out somewhere for four hours and, and go do some landscaping and picking weeds. And, you know, he, he's telling me how, you know, Cooper never blinked just, you know, yeah, I can do this. Yep. Sure. Whatever you need. And, you know, and then we started talking about, you know, the type of kid he is in the leadership. And really, you know, I told him, I said, you know, I, I, I've been doing this a long time. Typically when I name a captain, I name a captain and, you know, you either keep it or you take it away, but I don't generally name a captain mid season. And it was very evident that, that, you know, Cooper, Cooper was captain material and he, and he solidified that, that sentiment, you know, with the greatest comeback of all time. When he's in everybody's ear saying, let's go, we can do this, we can do this. But it was really nice. And when, the, and, and when that gentleman left me, he said, hey, you guys did a great job with him. So, you know, for people who think that we're in this about, you know, winning the games and win, yeah, we want to win. Let's not, let's, not, let's not sugarcoat that. We all want to win, the kids, ourselves included. But the, the, the reward in all of this is when you get to hear people reflecting on the kids that you get to work with and, and them, them, them telling you how great those kids are. That, that to me means all, you know, everything in the world. Yeah. There's, there's nothing better than that. You know what I mean? Then, then the yep. compliment from, from, you know, someone now in their future about yep. the past or their, how they're, you know, how they're matured or, you know, or staying in touch with the kids and seeing them, them grow and, and oh yeah. Move on to bigger and better things. Yep. Is, uh, like you said, that, that makes it all worth it. You know, oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, we get the good fortune of you know working with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids. You know what I mean? I mean, you like to think that you reach them all, but I mean, if you can, if you can reach the majority, which I think that you know a lot of us are doing. Um, but you know, you know, as a coach and, and as an athletic director, I think you need to open yourself up, and I think that you know, like this platform gives people an inside look as to you know, hey, we have a we have a funny side, we have a very serious side, but we get to talk about the things that we love to do, and really. I think that centers around, and you said it best, just being around the kids, yeah. you know, just being around the kids. And speaking about being around the kids, you're still a big kid. Your, <laughs> your father's your father, so he gets to be around his kid. Tell me about that. Like, listen, I've seen you guys interact. I saw you in the baseball field last year. Uh, I have to, I have to say to you, I think it, I think it's wonderful for Paul to come back home. Um, you know, obviously spent spent a great time, you know, with, with, with Dave Harrison and being involved with the programs at OC. Um, I think it's great that he gets to come back and, and, and really to be involved with you in a in a program that has, has has flourished under your leadership. So, you know, talk to talk to me about that. It's gotta be, you know, and again, listen, I know like I have a great relationship with my dad and there's wonderful communication, but I also I also see that you guys have a great sense of humor and you play off of each other well. So so tell me how that all works. I'll I'll first say that there's no question where I get my um, sense of humor or mannerisms or style <laughs> coaching from. Yeah, yeah. certainly none. Um, 
because as a head coach, you sit back and watch sometimes and you watch the assistants and how they interact. And he's doing stuff that I, I do. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah. That's my gimmick. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Just the way, like, you know, we, we use cows as a way to communicate with the kids. Of you know, course. we, we cows is a time where we walk, I walk up and down the lines. I, you know, talk to them about their day, see how things are, crack jokes. If I have something important I need to relay to the entire team or whatever, that's the time. Um, yeah, or, or it's little things like I had a teacher reach out to me about a particular individual need to stay for some extra help. And I counsels the time to have that conversation with that kid. Yep. But um, so there's no question I, I, where I get my, uh, <laughs> my style from. That's for sure. Um, but it's nice. It's, uh, it's real nice. Like you said, it, it, for him, you know, coming back home, it was, he actually said exactly that last night. It's nice to go back home. Mm. Um, where he started um yeah. this that sense of nostalgia for him you know we we pull up and get off the bus at blue hills friday and he goes a lot of good baseball games here from like you said he coached baseball with harry and oh yeah things like that um but it, it obviously great coach tenured coach i mean <laughs> i don't have to worry about the football end of it i no. think he's trying to get his feet wet with how we do things and he's fitting oh, in sure. just fine oh you god know, yeah we're watching film and he was he didn't say too much i'm like hey guy Open your mouth. You got something to say? Say it. Ah, you, you, Dolby Zach, you did such a great job with it. Yeah, but again, your opinion matters too. The kids respect you already, right? right. Um, so for him, it, it's almost rejuvenated that side of him, coaching wise. He had a couple of years off. Yeah. Um, and and I'm sure he's, you know, he's at every game no matter what. So, so now he's on the sideline. Randolph and and <laughs> hand, hand over last year and all all over the down the Cape, all that stuff. Yeah. Um. So might as well take the bus instead of driving, right? Makes but sense. Uh, individually, for me, it's it's special, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would imagine we so. Had the, we had, you know, we've coached little league together for years now, and we we knew it would be fine. But uh, it's special for him to be there for me, you know. Mm. That's when your role model is with you, doing what you love to do. There's nothing better than that, there's you know. Nothing. I was just gonna say nothing better than that. Yep. And, and, you know, we, we had a lot of pandemic uh, cigars and, and you know, <laughs> fires in the backyard or, you know, during the, the, the pandemic and uh, talked a lot of football. And I think that's what finally got him over the edge to come over yep. and yep. Uh, to, to be able to, to, you know, just have those conversations with him. And he picked my brain and what the hell? Why are you blocking this this way? Why are you? Hey, guy, <laughs> we got it. You know, um, <laughs> still trying to catch on to the no huddle stuff, but that's fine. But um, it's uh, an adjustment, sure. Yeah, but uh, it, it it's it's really special to to be with him every day and and have him there and and now I know I have an I have an in house you know in house repairman whenever something breaks or I need something done, <laughs> so it's Look, done right away. On a- <laughs> so I I made the biggest mistake of showing him where my office was the other day. So listen, if I see any if I see any uh, receipts of bills slipped under the door, I'm slipping them <laughs> slipping them back out. <laughs> yeah, you'll be getting the you'll be getting the PO for O'Reilly for the. Oh for the game. my god, my god! I I tell you though, you know you, you know not to be sentimental. Your dad's a special guy. I've known your dad for a long time. Um, obviously through you know uh, you know being involved over at Vogue for a little bit with with Frank Gracier and, and got to interact with your dad. Always always a great guy. Always always super positive and definitely when you when he's around you need to be on your toes because you never know what's coming out of his mouth you know uh <laughs> every time i see him he's looking for gear like if i give him gear every time i see him he'll have more than me <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where i get that from either 
hey, he snaked a hat out of me. He like he's like, hey, he's like, hey, I got no, I don't have a hat for the scrimmage. I go, I got you. Come on, let's go. I took him inside, gave him my hat. So, oh, come on. you know, somebody owes me a hat, but that's all right. I told you, I had him in my backpack. They're on the bus. <laughs> They're ready to go. Jeez, jeez. You couldn't wait. He was all over that hat. <laughs> those are sweet hats. Yeah, yeah they're very nice. Sports. Yeah. Speaking of Catman Sports, those are nice. They're very nice. Like I like the paw. It looks great. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. I mean, listen, how many how many guys get to get to coach with their dad? I know a few, but very few. You know, and and you know, not to date your father really, but he's been at it a while. He's been coaching for as long. I mean, for as long as I can remember, and that goes back to like what when we were in high school. Third Jesus. Wow. Wow. Started started football in eighty nine. Man. Man, and at one point, at one point, I think he was like the glue that held every staff together because he had gone through so many different individuals who had taken over, taken over, taken. But he was always the guy that they needed, right? He was always the guy that, whether it was running the, you know, the weight program, whether it was running weightlifting competitions. I mean, you know, just the glue, just the glue, you know. And and you know, like you, you know what I mean. Nobody, when you talk about Paul, nobody's got anything negative to say. They always, they always tell you how great he is, you know, so that's awesome to, you know, you already got a great staff and I'm not just saying that cause I know some of them are listening. Um, that's the truth. And so to add it, add another piece is like, oh, it's just, just that much better. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in, in this year, it's huge because having another capable set of hands. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, and <laughs> I can be pulled away at any time for any number of things. Oh, Absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, I talked about it that first week. I, I felt like I didn't even coach football. Yeah. I was, I was worried about and doing everything else. Um, that, that changed this week, but to have another set of extremely capable hands and eyes on deck. Oh, sure. Um, it has been great. And like I said, the kids love them already in no way. Shocker. Shocker. You know, that, that's just kind of funny. And, and I don't positionally, I don't get down to his position group very often, but I know, they're in good hands with him and, and Coach Pot and Coach Franklin, so I don't have to worry about any of that. You just, um, you just name you just name name the three headed monster there. That's that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, but like you said, he you know he, he's long tenured guy, great great rapport, great reputation. Yeah, he said he started at Vulcan '95. Yeah, and carried through one, two, three, four, five or so head coaches. Yep, complete staff turnovers. He was the one guy who was consistent. Yeah, you know for years and years. So. uh it's uh, definitely someone I look up to a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, not just on the football field, but in my own life, my yeah. personal life. Clearly. It's a good role model. Yeah. Yeah. You're damn right. And um, it's always, always been a tremendous influence in my life, clearly. Yeah. Um, and, in, uh, and in other kids' lives, I mean, he really set the tone for me to understand what it meant to be a coach, a mentor, yep. a leader. Um, by treating kids as uh, as they are, you know, don't talk down to them. Right. Don't, you know, you, you treat that's them right. That, you okay, treat right. people. That's the big. That that is like you just you just wrapped up like my whole my whole thought process on 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 leading a team, being around kids. Right. Yeah. You know. So you know, it says it all, you know, and, and really this, this is not a, uh, uh, an episode about your dad, but it's easy to kind of go off on, on him because, you know, again, you know, working camps at Volk, being there for softball, the kids gravitated to him 
and they weren't even playing for him at the time because he'd, you know, give him a knuckle sandwich or, you know, or, <laughs> or you know, or, or give him a hard time. And the kids yeah. love that. Why? Because he's real. He's not, you know, this administrator who's talking down to the kids or I know more than you, you know, for me, uh, I think it's very simple in the fact that you live by the golden rule. You treat the kids the way you want to be treated because I know how I was treated uh, good by some, not good by others. And you know what feels good and what doesn't feel good. You know who's real and who's not real. Right. So your dad's a real guy. He's definitely, in, you know, in, you know, interested in seeing kids do well on the field and off the field. And you know, I got to say, I think he looks a little bit better in maroon and gold than the other color. But that's just me. <laughs> Well, you better get him some more maroon and gold then. Put the guy in some more gear, will you? Jesus. I just figured he was coming over to your house and grab some stuff out of the closet. He showed up in a piece yesterday for the scrimmage Friday that I don't even have. Where did that <laughs> come from? Uh, uh, what, the, what the hell? <laughs> gear that I don't have? Come on. I love it. I love it. Nice move. Nice move. We like it. We like. Speaking of that, you guys are going to be all decked out Friday night. Friday night. And, you know, and I want to just, you know, while, while we're on. I'd like to say thank you to, to our friends at New Bedford High School, specifically uh, Tom Toppy for rolling out the red carpet for us. Um, you know, situation where, again, you know, a ton of work has been done to our field and, you know, it's so much, it, you know, I, I understand the field's in decent shape, but again, you know, administration wanted us to be on turf. Tom never blinked and I said, hey, I, whatever I can do for you, I'm going to wrap it up with him on Monday. We'll, we'll be set and ready to go. Uh, great venue, great venue. Um, you know, an excellent guy. So I, you know, I feel like we're in good hands. You know, you know, heading over to New Bedford High School, uh, and I'm excited. Friday night we'll be here before you know it. I mean, I don't know about you, but I can tell you, last week, uh, five days went by in like two days. It was it was a blur. Yeah, yeah, it was an absolute blur. Yeah, you know, I, I I fall right into the football trap of it all and think about all the preparation and the week of game planning and everything that has to be done. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> seven o'clock comes Friday night, and all that stuff goes out the window per se. Right. Oh yeah, it's game time. You know that's a that's a feeling. Like I said about talking about scrimmage, just being out and being able to compete and coach kids up and identify yep. things. Yep. To do that for real, this coming Friday is going to be off the charts. I, I, <laughs> you may have to reel me. Somebody's going to have to reel me in a little bit Friday because well, I'm going to be a basket case. No we gotcha. We gotcha. <laughs> yeah. We'll hit you. We'll hit you with a linguista cheese roll in the morning and just you know keep the train rolling. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you know what I'm like on game day. I, was trying to I know. I know. But, you know, usually, you know, in a, in a traditional world when there's no COVID involved, usually I buy on game day. And then, I you know, know. In, the, in the flip season, you buy. So I'll bring the cheese rolls. It was fine. Yeah, well, they'll, they'll, they'll be, figure it out. They'll be, they'll be cob friendly. Don't worry about them. Nah, I'm not worried. That's why I was <laughs> in a gridiron meeting one night this week on Zoom. And I was trying to, you know, talking about whatever and a lot of new parents because. Yeah. extremely large and healthy freshman class out this year. Mm-hmm. It's nice to, you know, a bunch of parents getting involved and, and being excited about it was, was Which awesome. Is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> and I, our president, Tracy, is amazing. Um, she's like, she, you know what? She's, she, I, I want to throw it out and say, you know, she's probably one of the, the very best that we've had. And, and, there, and over the years, we've had some really, really good people that have been super involved. She takes it to another level. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 awesome to have somebody that gets what we're trying to do, yep. and can totally see it. You know what I mean? Firsthand. Yep. yep. Re- reliable. Uh, yeah. Well, well thought out. You know, yep. I, I need something. I just call and ask. It's done. You know, and vice yep. versa. It, it's it's super. <laughs> so, go back to you know we're talking and 
talking about this or that and what needs to be done. And I said to the parents, they go, you know, you can get a nice part of me now and I'll work with you because on game day, don't talk to me. So <laughs> even, I'm not the same person that you see. No, no. And I got a, a few chuckles. I got some of the older parents that, you know, of upperclassmen that, that chuckled and, um, you know, some of the parents actually support that and, and enjoy it. You know, I've gotten some feedback on that before. And then Tracy just, you know, She's like, oh yeah, no, no, we'll take care of everything on game day, coach. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. The many, you the know? many faces of Coach Mendes. <laughs> it's uh, so true. I, I, yeah. most times I don't even, I don't even try to interact with you on game day because I know oh, your head, I know your head's in a different place. So, yeah, I get it, I get it. You know, it's listen, it's, you know, you got that big Friday night, and there's a lot riding on that. For me, on the other end, it's you know, you're playing a Monday, get back at it, playing a Wednesday, and you could be playing Friday. So you got to, you know, it's. And you're constantly doing this, you know. So I get that, totally get that. But yeah, it's I'm a different. It's a different vibe. It's a different yeah. vibe to prepare all week and work one every day for one singular, yeah, session. Right. As opposed oh, yeah. to having a, I don't know what's better or worse to be honest, because you know, right. We go through softball and it's it's like you said, we play on a Monday, we play on a Friday, Wednesday, play on a Friday. You know, it's yeah. it's quick turnaround down. Yeah. You know, it's, it's nothing quite like football. It's the only sport that's like that, where you prepare for one singular event for an entire week or week or more, you know? Right, right. I I think we're all super excited for Friday night. It's going to be great to, you know, to kick it off. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed a little a little send-off on uh, on Friday. That was fun for me and fun for you guys, too, I thought. So, yeah, it was you cool. know, I appreciate that. Yeah, hey, listen. And the music was top-notch. Listen. I, I had to channel my inner vibe. I've heard some music out there, and I said, you know, I think they'd like this. So that's what we went with. Uh, boom, it was a Boomer request, Pop Smoke. That's it. <laughs> All good. All good. Speak, side note, speaking of Boomer in New Bedford High, his uh, his son, starting quarterback for the JV team over there in his first year. Oh, all right. Big nice. win Saturday. Big win yeah. Saturday for them. Two touchdowns for, for, for him. Oh, yeah. So, really? Talk about a proud proud dad. It was it was nice to hear from Boomer that his son did well on, on oh, Saturday. That's awesome. so, that yeah, is awesome. Yeah. We support that. I love me some Boomer. Yeah. Nobody better. Bring them bring them all over. We take them all. We got all these good all these good people. I love it. Uh, surround yourself yeah. with good people, coach. That's what that's my that's it, model. Man. That's it. Another, another, another guy who does things the right way and the kids love him, you know? Great Absolutely. Coach. Absolutely. We're very fortunate to have him. So yeah. uh so listen, Friday night is gonna be here quick. We talked a little bit about that. Listen, you know, I, I got to talk to you about you know a situation, and it's and it's it's uh, across the board. Uh, so for us, um, we, we're not having any fans, right? So we won't have any fans there, um, unfortunately. And you know that decision is it, it rests upon uh, another group outside of athletics, and that's really one of the one of the stipulations to, was to get us back up and running. Um, I can, if the numbers keep coming down and, and things start changing. That could, that very well could change too. I know that some some leagues, some teams, some some schools are doing uh, you know lanyards with 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 identity. Mm-hmm. Some are doing one parent per per student, home and away. Everybody's mm-hmm. everybody's it's like everything else in this pandemic. Everybody's doing something different. Mm-hmm. You know, so it will be different uh, to compete with no fans. I I can totally get that. Yeah, I don't uh. I don't hear the fans to begin with, nothing personal, but well you're wearing a headset, uh, so well yeah, well that's it. That's what it is. Uh the tunnel vision. <laughs> tunnel vision sets in. Um and my concern is more for, you know, the kids and right. Especially the seniors. We want to make it special for them. 
Of course. Um, so, and it, it, it obviously you get more juice when there's more people, you know, like when we've had our homecoming or Friday night games or whatever, it, it, there's a certain level of juice that comes with that. Sure. Um, so that, that'll be different to navigate, you know, um, but our kids are great at, at self-motivating and getting in the zone on their own. So yeah, they, they, they'll be, they'll be ready to go. Um, and like you said, that decision is made outside of athletics. It's, it's, it's made with the best intentions, right. um, with the safety of everyone involved at the forefront. And that, that, that's okay. You know, you, can't, um, you, can't, you really can't argue with that. I mean, everybody has an opinion and they have a right to have that opinion. Um, but I think for us in the, in the roles that we're in, um, it's, it's important to say that, Hey, you know, listen, these are the rules and we're going to abide by them. And then if the rules change, we'll abide by those. Right. I mean, that's, that's just, that's just the nature of things. You know, I don't know if you happen to happen to see it, you know, messing around yesterday and linking some things up, um, was trying to do some live streaming out in the backyard through, through, you know, oh, no. through, through my, through my Twitter and whatnot. The sad thing is this is, is, you know, as I'm doing it, uh, Periscope is going to discontinue the 31st of March. They're, they're no longer affiliated with, uh, with Twitter. So that's not going to be a thing anymore. And uh, of course, you know, I tried this platform and this platform is great. So, yeah. you know, who knows, but you know, there's a multitude of platforms for the live streams. Um, we have invested in something at the school that it will be installed this week. Um, but you know, that's only good for, you know, for home games. So right. we need to, we need to make the road games happen as well. So there's, there's a lot of stuff on the table. There's a lot to take care of, but you know, I, I feel comfortable in the fact that we uh, we have some great resources and some good people around it. So, um, you know, rest assured, we'll we'll definitely figure that out. You know, yeah. well, I know the, I know the football team will be well represented because we have the the two best camera guys in the area. Yeah, yeah. Us, so. love it, love it, fantastic. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good. Speaking of exceptional guys, I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it. Um, how about how about Marvin Hagler? Marvelous Marvin. I don't know if you heard that. Ma no. Passed away. Oh, no. No kidding. Yeah, yeah I've been yeah. living under a rock. <laughs> well, you, you're living under that football rock. I just happened to flip on SportsCenter, and they did a little montage, and I'm like, man, you know, and, and again, that, that goes back a ways, but they're showing some highlights, and I'm like, this this dude's a straight puncher. This dude bad was man. Like, he was man. Man. He was He was bad before Mike Tyson. He was that guy. You hit him, and he's running after you and hitting yeah. you with, like, a left hook. He was yeah. tough. You know, kind of crazy when you think about it. You know, a lot of the a lot of the stuff that, you know, that obviously we grew up on and, and, and you know, got to see different things. And a lot of the unfortunately, a lot of these folks are, you know, upper, upper in age. And mm -hmm. every time you turn on the TV, you go, oh, Jesus, you know, another one, another yeah. one, you know. But he was he was one. You talk about a hell of an athlete. That guy was something. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, it was, it was I, I watched a lot of boxing growing up with my grandfather, yeah. and my dad. Um, my grandfather was a boxer back in the day. And uh Ooh. So that a lot of I actually just talking to one of my former players recently about this too. He sent me a movie recommendation that but the Vinnie Paz movie. Oh, all I'm right, like, yeah. dude. I, I used to watch Vinnie Paz on the reg. You know what I mean? He was always <laughs> on the news. It was he was boxing in the area, you know. Oh yeah. Um so when you like you said, you talking about guys like Marvelous Marvin Hagler and you know, my grandfather loves Sugar Ray Leonard, things you know, that that's and just bizarre it's it, it's crazy to think that these guys are you know moving on in age and like you said that we yeah. grew up with that you know are now progressive even look at you talk about mike tyson i remember being a kid watching mike tyson be <laughs> <Tear it up. laughs> out of out of control 
playing Mike Tyson's punch out or whatever. Oh yeah. Dude's old now. He's old. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's still fighting though. He, he had a, he had a fight recently. It was a sparring ex- ex- exhibition and he looks darn good. Of course he does. He's a madman. But you know what I love about Mike Tyson is this is there's a guy who, I mean, listen, we all probably would love to just speak our mind freely and never have to be politically correct. There's a guy who has no remorse, just says what he needs to say, so much so that he threw it out there uh, to Mayweather. Like, basically, you're not the greatest. Mm. He basically threw it out there like, you're not the greatest. And then he referenced the fact that, like, some I, I don't know who it was. But he referenced some guy was 70 and 0, lost, mm-hmm. lost, I don't know, maybe lost the, lost the match and then went on and won another 20. He's mm. like, there's the greatest of all time. Right. Just be, just because you're fifty and zero, and you're and you're and you're you're fighting once a year, these guys who are fighting every you know every four months, every six months, and tearing it up. So, I, I like the fact that he took that approach and basically like you know it's, it goes back to the age old argument of like LeBron and Michael. You know, you, you got the Mayweather and, and 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 Tyson or whomever else it may be. You know, people people tend to forget like all of these people that came before. Yeah. Right, because you're the you're the new fresh face, and you're fifty and oh well. I hate to tell you, but there's the guys that came before you, and and they 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 had to you know they had to pave the way for you to be who you are, you know. Yeah. So love the fact that he, he put him on blast because you know that's just Mike. Yeah, well, you know, uh, he he came from a a rough rough oh, yeah. rough childhood. Yes, um, oh, again yes. he had you know stardom and fame hit him at a young age, high expectations and. Yep. wore him down a little bit and then he learned from it and now he's he's doing his thing you know um yep. so for him to, to have that kind of opinion and he's not wrong no he isn't wrong I, at I, all i know mayweather and him are not the same weight class at all but he would put mayweather in a body bag it's not even yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> even at this age you know yeah even yeah. at this age but uh i just like yeah, his approach yeah, yeah. I, I like that approach you know like you and i talked about it a couple episodes ago with 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 michael and lebron and this that and the other thing and and, you know, uh, one of my coaches, you know, who listens to the podcast quickly referred to, you know, Wilt Chamberlain, um, all, you know, Bill Russell. Like, listen, why, why is Bill Russell not in that conversation? He's got more championships than the two of them put together. Right. right. You know what I mean? So I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to sit here and say, you know, just because it's my era, your era, these are the greatest. There are other eras that, you know, that probably went through things a lot tougher than, the way things are now and, and we're extremely successful. That being said, I don't know. I don't know that there'll ever be anybody that comes anywhere near Tom Brady. I, I just, I just can't, I can't rationalize that in my mind that anybody will win that many in the, in the sport of football where you are getting totally beat up on a day to day, week to week basis where you have, and, and this is a guy who is totally, totally taking care of his body, right? He's not a scrambling quarterback which is good. He, you know, he's got a great arm uh, mentally. The guy shop, he's done everything right into his forties and has won all these championships and he's going for number eight. Like, yeah. I just can't imagine. And maybe it'll happen. Who knows? 30 years from now. I don't know, but I don't, I think he's going to be, he's going to be the bill Russell of this era. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be bill Russell. And, 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 and if somebody wins eight championships, God bless him. But I, I, I don't know that you and I will see that in our lifetime. Football, professional football is not made for that. Mm-mm. It's not made for that. He's it's an anomaly. Parody. He's an yeah, anomaly. It's made, yeah, it's made for parody. Yep. You know, it's not. It's not made for to be dominated, and, and he's not even statistically dominating 
Yeah, I mean, he has in, yeah. in year to year, just the consistency, the level of preparation. Yeah, you know, you know, that's not normal. <laughs> that's not normal stuff. No, no, but I mean, and, and, and I just love the fact that you know, and we always talk about him, but I love the fact that, you know he was like hundred and something pick. This is you know, so you never know. What, yeah, what you never know, you you never know what you're gonna get, right? You never know, and you how many guys get picked one, two, three, four, and they're a bust, right? This guy is has done it, done it for a long extended period of time, and he's taken teams. I've just proven teams the promised land just w with his presence alone. You know, it's it, it to me, it's it's amazing. Now, the flip side of that is we get to we get to watch another season of Noodle Arm Newton. <sighs> Come on, man! Don't 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 go to negative town with me already. I'm sorry, do dude. I, listen, I just have to say to you this, okay? You know. All these years of watching Tom Brady and the Patriots, you always knew there was a chance, right? Whether they are in the game or out of the game, there was always a chance. I watched less Patriot football this year than ever before. It was sad. I would stop my life, watch the football game, and sit there and watch the game. This year, projects around the house, going out here, doing whatever I can do because I couldn't watch it. Bad football stuff to watch, and they it's were not a very—they were not a good football team. They were not a good football team, but it wasn't just on him. No, but tell they me were this: not a good football team all around. Why are we hitching our wagon to him for year two? I don't understand it. Well, <laughs> first, there, there's lack of better options, maybe, but because because you're not going to get a marquee guy, you're not trading up to draft a quarterback. It was funny; I was looking at something this morning. Um, you know, for draft, first round ranking the top first yeah. round draft draft picks for quarterbacks in the past twenty years, right? And there's some names on that list that are just miserable. <laughs> so you don't know again. You don't know what you're gonna get, right? Um, right. But and then I was also you know it led me to some other stuff that Cam and Bill have a great relationship. They you know Bill's been very complimentary of him yeah. about his preparation, his attitude. And 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 then, and then that's vice versa. You know, Cam had a comment that Bill's probably the most misunderstood coach in the league by far. You know, right? He's a great guy, cool guy, great preparation. Speaking about being real, you always know what you're going to get. Right. So I think there's a mutual respect and admiration between the two. Yeah. And maybe it's me just being, you know, a hopeless romantic, if you will. But uh, <laughs> maybe never, he never, never recovered. I never thought I would ever hear those words and put them together with with you. Hopeless romantic. That's a new one for me. That's a new here's, one for me. Here's where I'm going with this. Here's where I'm going with this. <laughs> Maybe I have some hope that after he got COVID, he didn't fully recover, and then he was so far behind. And in the meantime, the team sucked. Right. So the combination of said, said things led him to a seven and nine poop show for the for the year and. Maybe you know, go out. You got to do something in the free agent market. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get, gotta, gotta you gotta give me a guy. Give me an athlete. Give me a guy. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, the defense, defense will improve. A couple guys are coming back. Got to be able to run the football and 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 run play action. And right. can Cam do it? You're not going to get the the sixty yard downfield pass. It's not going to happen. No, but, no, but you know he can throw that ball and stretch the defense. I mean, whether it whether it makes the receiver or not. But I go back to Brandon. You know, you're making all of these great points, but like think back to you know when when Tom had nothing but two tight ends. He 
He had Gronk and he had Hernandez, right? They changed yeah, the play. He had Edelman. Don't he, had Edelman. Edelman. Right, yeah, he had Edelman, but he didn't have a lot, right? So what do they do? They changed the playbook, right? You saw, you know, Gronk lit it up and Hernandez was just, you know, quite frankly, right there with him. You know, yeah. so you had that. You had great, those guys were great blockers. So you had, you had all of the running game going. I, you know, and I'm not saying that they're not doing it, but it's, it, it just seems as though, like, you know how we saw the Bucks gel at the end of the season? You never really saw them gel throughout the season, no, you know? No, no, it did, so it did I'll, I'll, suck. I'll, it I'll go with you. I, I hope the COVID thing was, was the, was the excuse for lack of a better word. Um, you know, we'll give him another chance, but you're absolutely right. They need to make a splash and they need to put some bodies around him. Well, they improved the offensive line. They signed Trent Brown back and, you know, they'll yep. move, move, move some pieces there because I don't think Tooney's going to sign. You, you, you got a, a legit running back in Damian Harris. I mean, the, the, the demise of James White last year disturbs me because that's a guy who's got who's to see some action. You have yeah, to you wonder what, what was going on there. Well, you know, you know what, what, what scares me is, is, you know, you got a guy like that who James White is James White, yeah. you know. Do they do they deal him? Does his contract run out and then he goes and lights it up for somebody else? Let's hope not. No. You know, because James White is the dude. He he is he he's a hell of a football player. Yeah, he's a he's a a nice little change of pace back yep. that catches pass out of the backfield. He's a I have a big old soft spot in my heart for for Kevin Falk. I was hey, it's so funny you say that he is reminiscent of Kem because you know what you could count on him. To, you know, to do exactly what you're talking about. He was that guy. Yeah. And not everybody can do that. No, no. And uh, is James White as durable and as tough as Kevin Falk? No. But can is he a little bit more athletic and catch some passes and, and, and get out a little quicker? Yeah. yeah sure. Um, so I, I love a role guy like that. Like, that's kind of kind of my thing. I love I love that. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, you, you got to get somebody who can catch passes. Right. You got to get somebody who can catch passes. And, and you know, maybe – Edelman will stay healthy for eight games this year in, in some stretch. Um, that's my over. That's my over under on Edelman games this year. Eight. Oh Jesus, that ain't good. It's every that's year. Like, that's what yeah, it is. I know. I know. Small. The right time. You know. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. What, what what do you think happened with the Jimmy G deal? I have no idea. No idea. I, I mean, huge conversation for a few minutes there, and then all of a sudden it just hit the skids. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It, it's not done yet. You didn't sign Cam for a ton of money, you know. I know, you know, and it, it, that whole Cam story is crazy. I mean, he went to a community; he had to go to like a community college for a year, get himself straightened out, and then he went, you know, obviously did his thing. But again, you know, now now he's now he's kind of he's on the he's on the backside of his career, right? You know, the guy was a the guy was a freaking gun, you know, running gun guy. I got to give him credit though. You know, think about all of the guys similar to him. Now he's got great stature, but. RG3, Michael Vick, all these guys that like to chuck it out there and then scramble. Where are they now? Where are they now? Vick had, Vic had a nice career until he, you know, got in some trouble with some dogs. Yeah, he did. But, you know, I mean, I, I struggle with that. I struggle with that. Even with Patrick Mahomes, like, you know, we'll sit there and watch the game and I go, you know, I, I don't know. We, we grew up watching football. We grew up watching quarterbacks sit in the pocket, deliver the ball, or hand it off. I don't hate the fact that they run, but I think those guys definitely shorten their careers because they, they're getting whacked by dudes that are just way bigger. And some of them, you know, I, I mean, Lamar Jackson, like things like that. Like that's, that's a, that's football's going in that direction. 
Yeah, I know. You know, and then to protect the quarterback and even more so than it, than it has been in the past 10 years. Yeah. But, you know, there's something special about a pocket passer who can, you know, oh, work the pocket and get down. It's pretty. It's pretty. It looks good. It feels good. You know, what I do want to talk to you about, you know, maybe next episode and we'll have a special guest guest on. I want to talk to you a little bit about the movement uh, across the board, not just in the NFL, but with the NBA. We're going to talk a little bit about um, the female official. Because there, there is a movement there, and you're starting to see it more and more. And, and you know, really, I think that they've broken through that glass ceiling to, to, to right. some extent. Uh, but, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll definitely, you know, we'll delve into that. That'll be a great topic for next week. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention to you is, you know, timing is everything, right? So, you know, we talked about some of the stuff, birthdays, and all the stuff that we have going on in our lives and really being hyper-focused on keeping the kids safe and, and getting back to sport. Well, I, I had this miraculous idea that, hey, I'm going to renovate the kitchen. And I'm going to get this done before we get kicking and rolling, right? Well, yeah, that all sounds good and looks good on paper until you start getting contractors involved. And, and now you're, you're waiting on this and waiting on that. And, and I'm, I'm at the point right now where I've got cabinets up. I've got a sink installed. I have to take the sink apart so the granite can come in. And then I've got to, you know, deal with an electrician. All of this I thought was going to be done, you know, two weeks ago. I'm so far behind. It's not even funny. God bless you. I couldn't be doing all that right now. Listen, it's self-inflicted, Brandon. It's, it's going to look beautiful. It's going to look yeah. beautiful. It needed to be done in a bad way, and that's why we did it. Uh, but I will say, like, you know, I have a timeline, but my timeline doesn't necessarily mean that that's everybody else's timeline. So, no. you know, it, it is what it is, and, you know, we just do what we can do. That's it. But Yeah, like, like you said, when you start mixing other people in and having to you know, depend on other people to get some of that stuff done, it, it becomes a – a, a, a chore. <laughs> well, you know, I kick myself because I look back. I mean, I only had eight months to do it. So maybe I should have started three months ago and I, it'd be done. But hey, you uh, know. hindsight's 2020. Yeah, we all we all like a little pressure in our life, I guess. Uh, Anywho, yeah, I guess. Well, hey, hopefully, hopefully, and I, I'm not hopeful. I'm I'm fi- fairly certain and I'm not putting any pressure on you whatsoever. Um, hopefully next week when we get together, we're talking about a we're talking about a big win on Friday night under the lights at great at, at new Bedford high school, excuse me. Uh, super excited for that. That's, that's like, that's circled and it's been circled on my calendar for, for, you know, a few months now, super excited for you and the kids um, really excited for the school and our, in our whole community, because again, you know um, there will be no fans, but we are certainly going to live stream. So if you are in need of seeing some high profile sports, seeing our kids in action, check it out. It'll be live stream. We'll have information out next week. Super excited. Always good to get back together again with you. I thought, you know, today we talked about a myriad of things. We probably could have talked for another hour, but we'll save some of that for next week's episode. So, Brandon, thanks for joining me. Um, everybody who is viewing and watching and listening, we thank you for your support. I'd like to give a shout out to our good friend, Russ Caturley, Catman Sports on Route 6 in Fairhaven. You need a guy. He's the guy. 508-996-6616. Catman Sports. Check him out. We will see you again next week, folks. Thanks for joining us. Look forward to seeing you.